There comes a time in your life when your desire to change must outweigh your desire to remain the same. If this is your time, I want you to know that whatever your circumstances are, you are exactly where you need to be right now. You are stronger than you know. You deserve to live in your purpose and to have a happy and fulfilling life. You're worth keeping your promises to yourself. Every single thing you've done until this point has been enough. You are enough. You always were. My greatest desire is for you to give yourself permission to take a chance on you because you're worth it. Welcome to the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I am Latina Mata, your mindset coach. And in this podcast, we explore and learn all things related to self-love, self-discovery, and inner work. It is the foundation to help you navigate life and make the necessary internal shifts to become the very best version of yourself. It is my greatest pleasure to be with you right here, right now. Throughout this podcast, we get to grow through what we go through together. Welcome to another episode of the True Growth, True Good podcast. And this is actually a coaching session that I would have done. And I'm going to share with you all the things that I taught in that session. It's about resilience and how do you control yourself and your experiences in this life when there are so many things out of your control. So how do you develop a resilient mindset? I hope you enjoy. So this here is my definition that I coined in terms of what mindset is. And I believe that mindset is a combination of your value system, your core beliefs, and emotional state that basically dictates your attitude and how you respond to the different things that happen in life. And the foundation of my work is mindset. And then within the last year, inner work has become a huge part of this. So it's a combination now of mindset and inner work. And inner work is the psychological and spiritual practice of diving deep into your inner self for the purposes of self-exploration, self-understanding, healing, and spiritual transformation. So these two combined, mindset and inner work, is key, are key, I don't know what the word is, is key, so that we could navigate when things get crappy. And right now, we are in an extremely crappy, crappy state. So when things are difficult, sometimes our emotional home, so this is something that I learned um, from Tony Robbins some time ago where he speaks about emotional home. Where, what is your emotional home? And for so many people, their emotional home is the not so good feelings, the scarcity, the lack, the worry, the fear. And then you have the other emotional homes like gratitude and awe and humility and love and purpose and drive etc when you bring yourself to a space to start focusing on your mindset and your inner work gratefully eventually there is a shift in what is your emotional home and that is why i appreciate this work that is why i think that this work is fundamental especially as business owners especially as female business owners especially as female business owners with children and husbands and people to navigate and personal things that we have to deal with because when things get hard and emotions get high, 
it is easy for us to go to emotional home that is not the best which then creates very unhealthy coping mechanisms which really creates things that we don't even know we were capable of and then it causes really negative ripple effects right so this here and i think you guys could all agree make it probably put some comments some hearts some something if this is what your entrepreneurship journey has been so far entrepreneurship at least for me has highlighted all the parts of me that needed healing has entrepreneurship highlighted the parts of you that needed healing it showed all your fears all your insecurities it showed all the limiting beliefs you realize my god i thought i was this and you realize that we have plenty of work to do it just does the thing where it shakes you to your core especially when you are building something that you know is bigger than you and so it highlights the things that needs healings it highlights the fears and most certainly it forces you to choose courage over comfort so that you can make the desire that you want right and then of course it also highlights the good qualities you know the fact that you are purpose driven that we are actually you and i are actually way more resourceful than we believe and because of all of this it forces us to go inward it forces us to go inward when you recognize that the thing that you are trying to create and the work that you're trying to do is so huge and all along you've been looking outside at everybody else for the support for the validation for the help for the yes for the go ahead you then realize this is not anybody else's game but your game and so it takes you on a very intense self-discovery journey and so just to share some insight because you're like okay let's see now well why you think that you could talk about this well um when i first started this business i was like okay i created a journal a system that i was using for myself that has been super transformative for me i'm just going to help one person and if i help this one person all will be well and whatever god decides to do with me whatever he decides to do with my business i'm just going to let it be and so what was our thought about a mommy and me clothing store and then a doggy brand clothing store turned into me deciding i am going to create my journal well bring my journal that i was using in a regular notebook like this and put it in a make it sellable that's the word make it available to somebody and then i was like okay so after this this is going to turn into a luxury stationary brand that was the plan now how we went from dogs and just one journal to coaching is is a process of self-discovery it is a process of doing the inner work is a process of confronting my fears and sitting with them and just to share a story I, I remember my first live i had a whole panic attack it took me four months before i actually showed my face on a story because i was like i don't want anybody to see me I don't want to be judged. I don't want people to be like, well, where Latina come from? Latina used to live this type of life. Now all of a sudden she's talking love and self-love and whatever. Who is this girl, right? And so having support, because thankfully I had a thankfully I had a <clears throat> a coach at that time, a life coach at that time, and she really supported me navigating my fears. And let me just say, a lot of that navigation meant throw myself in the deep end. So I'm on a live having a panic attack tears welling up in my eyes is the first time i'm doing this I'm, i saw eight people jump on the live immediately my hands go cold the words not coming out of my mouth and i freeze 
I'm seeing two ladies who I know who are supporting me. They're like, come on, Latina. It's okay. You can go ahead. So the shame is even more intense because I'm like, Jesus, they could tell that I am freaking out right now. And suddenly I disconnect the phone and I'm in tears. I'm literally crying. I call my coach and I'm like, Doug, I'm freaking out. She's like, take a deep breath. Go back on in two minutes. I'm like, no. We're not going back on in two minutes. She's like, yeah, go back on in two minutes. And so I came back on, told a lie. I was like, well, guys, you know, the internet disconnected. So I'm just here. I came back on because the internet shown. This time is me patting my eye before I go back on that live to talk about gratitude. Something that I was super, super passionate about that I'm literally having a whole panic attack on social media, right? So being in this space, I recognize Oh, wow, Latina, you were in a whole comfort zone for the, your whole life. Because I did not know what anxiety was. Anything that made me feel uncomfortable before starting this business, I just used to say that as a sign from God, I'm not supposed to do it. I don't know where I had that notion from. I don't know which part of me thought that that was normal, but that's what I thought. Anything that made me feel uncomfortable gave me butterflies in my stomach made me just feel kind of wonky. I just convinced myself that that is just not for me to do. But this was different. And so my journey started to highlight all the things in me that I did not even know was a thing. The fear of owning the new me was probably one of the deepest parts and it took months, plenty months, before I actually acknowledged that at a soul level. So what exactly is this? What I learned this to be is a permission game. Building resilience so that we could deal with the things that we have to deal with is a permission game. And so many of us do not give ourselves permission to do anything. We don't give ourselves permission to try. We don't give ourselves permission to fail. We don't give ourselves permission to learn. We do not give ourselves permission. And so, this, the core of my work, what it is I do, rest in giving yourself permission to self-love, giving yourself permission to self-discover, giving yourself permission to do the inner work. Because it is in self-love that you recognize that all, all, all the parts of you are welcome to the party. The procrastination, the perfectionism, the self-doubt, the lack of self-forgiveness, the frustration, the worry, all of it is welcome to the party. Because what we've been conditioned to learn is that we need to get rid of it. You need to do something to forget about it. You need to push it in the corner. Something had to be wrong with you if it is you have those things. With those things, you can't build a business with those things. It, of course, they would put a spoke in the wheel if we allow it to run our show, but to get yourself worked up to try to get rid of it to beat yourself up about it to start to self hate and i'm using that word loosely but just be so mad with yourself is to tell you that as a whole person you are not enough and so when i do this work and i speak about self-love it is to welcome and bring all 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 the parts of you to the party when you acknowledge and give somebody, so in a normal dynamic, if somebody, if you have a child, if in a situation where the person is like doing the most, 
they are not being the best person. The more you go hard at them, the harder they become. The more you tell them how they MC, the more how they MC they become too. They just become more and more intense versus you sitting down and saying, hey, I know you're upset, I know you're sad, I know you're hurt, I know you're angry, but this, was it, this is what it is and this is what I prefer, etc, etc. I am sure that you could agree that when it is you meet somebody else who is having a hard time with love, there is more grace. They are able to come to a space very quickly. It might be immediately, but quicker than another way when it is you love them through their awfulness. If you all could agree and attest to that, you could, of course, put that in the chat, right? So it's the same principle with us. As a business owner, as a female business owner, as all the pressure that's taking place right now and all the expectations that society puts on us and then we put on ourselves, we need to bring ourselves to a place to give ourselves permission to love all of us and bring every part of us to the party. When we do that, transformation is easier. Then that will bring me to self-discovery, a permission to discover who we are, to go inside, we do a lot of shoulding on ourselves. You should do this and you should do that and you should and you should and you should. I am against shoulding. Stop shoulding on yourself. Give yourself permission to take a step back, to go inward and to be honest with yourself. Self-discovery is about honesty with yourself. And then of course, combine all of that is permission to do the inner work. And inner work is looking at your traumas looking at your consistent fears, looking at the things that you struggle with and making a decision that, hey, I am going to sit with this. Doesn't matter what happens, but I know that self-love and self-discovery are the fundamentals of the things that I need to do. And if that requires me reconnecting to myself at a core level, I know that the result is only going to be out of this world because everything I do is going to transcend. And so this is why I believe this is a foundation of the work in terms of being an entrepreneur from an inner, inward, outward perspective. So of course, yes, strategy matters, how to build your business matters. All of those things matter because without it, where is scalability? But this here is what would get you past and get you to navigate the not so good times like the times that we are in right now so as i said when you give yourself permission to stand in your truth by doing the inner work you develop a strong knowing about what you give your power to and what you will not give your power to and so this is what resilience looks like choosing what you will focus on what you choose to focus on what do you actually have control over? And so, of course, I pulled this from the internet. And funny enough, it was actually focused about things related to virus, this thing here. And it says, what can I control? What can you control? What are the things that you could control right now? And what can't you control right now in your business? As a female business owner, what do you have control over? I know, I know. And I can relate, guys. I know, especially when it comes to finances and it comes to money and it comes to your bills and it comes to trying to maintain a particular lifestyle, especially if you're not prepared for tons of bricks like what we're going through right now, it is easy to focus on what you do not have. 
it is easy to focus on okay what about the money what about my bills my bills and the children and and i know i know it is that is the easiest thing to do however you and i were built for this you and i will be if we are here and that would sound crazy but if we are here today right now in this time alive when so many people are doing what they and dealing with the dealing with it it means we were built for this and so to make a to make a decision right now to look at what can you control is the first place in building and developing some type of resilience because when you look at children they say children are resilient have you noticed that children do not try to interfere with things they cannot control a big part of a child is acknowledging accepting where he or she has her power and this is not from a defeating place or from a defeated child this is from a child recognizing okay this is what i could do right now this is what mommy say we could do this is what we could do and i am going to make the best of it if you watch your children right now there are times of course they will be down there are times that they're going to be sad there are times where they say mommy daddy why are we here could we go outside but for the most part yeah they're in a corner they have their toys they play with it they have any best time of their life while we sitting down here by what they're saying oh gosh i wish i could go outside but for children are resilient because they focus on the things that they have control over so what can you control and what is out of your control all right so that would bring me to okay so what can you do now what can you do now? Acknowledge your emotions. And as I mentioned before, you know, we have this thing where we're conditioned that we have to get rid of our not so good emotions and, you know, not acknowledge it. Bring everybody to the party. All of it. All the fear, all the worry, all the anxiety and sit with it. I'm not saying to sit with it and dwell in it and swim in it and be there for the next how much of a month. However, if that is what you have to do, you honor that get rid of the shame off of all the things that you should should and should and should be doing but acknowledge your emotions and when you acknowledge your emotions just like i explained with somebody who is angry and throwing a whole tantrum when you meet that person with love with acknowledgement they calm down easier yes when you meet somebody who is throwing a hissy fit with love and with acknowledgement and with appreciation and saying okay i see you I hear you say what you have to say it is easier for them to take it down and it's the same thing that we need to do with our emotions see it hear it give it its chance to do what it has to do all our emotions are here and they are here to serve us fear is a part of who we are it is part of our emotions and if God put it inside of us it means it's here to serve us and so if you have fears, you need to acknowledge, okay, I see this fear. Fear, I see you, but I'm not going to let you run the show. I'm going to say thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for trying to ensure that I'm okay. But I'm letting you know that I run the show. So thank you for trying to keep me safe. But we're going to do it anyways. And it's the same thing with your anxiety. It's the same thing with your worry. Acknowledge it. Accept it. It calms down and then you take the wheel back up as the driver in this vehicle and you continue doing what it is you have to do versus trying to beat yourself up over it. Then, of course, you get clear on what it is you want. What do you want? What do you want? And if you don't have it super clear, okay, I need to make 
six figures by the end of the month and I need to have this mansion. And like, if you don't have it clear, clear like that, that's okay. I don't. I don't. As I said, when I made my, when I started my business, all I could have, as far as I could have go was, okay, let's just make the book. When I made the book, I was like, okay, well, let's do a luxury brand. I don't even know what that means. A year and something later, I'm now a coach. That wasn't my plan. That wasn't my vision. But you know what? A huge part of that is trusting that once you connect to something bigger than you, it is going to open up. The way is going to open up. And so if you don't have it clear in actual vision and image, then give yourself permission to feel. What do you want to feel? Because at the end of the day, you are not actually going after these specific goals just for the sake of going after a goal. You are going after for a feeling. Is it that you are building this business for security, for freedom, for service, for purpose, for love, for connection? Why are you doing what it is you're doing? And whatever emotion that is, whatever feeling is that you are trying to experience, connect to it. Because I'm just going to give a bonus point here. People believe that they need to do all these things first and accomplish all these things so that they could then experience what they want to experience. When COVID or no COVID, the crappiness that is happening or not happening, there are things in your life that I am 100% sure would allow you to experience the actual things you believe that this business or this goal that you're going after is going to allow you to achieve family, friends, relationships, something that's in your life right now, as small as it could be, if you hone in on it, it allows you to experience the feeling that you actually believe this goal or this business is going to create for you. And you can let me know if it is that makes sense to you. Then the next thing is to do an audit on your life. Of course, the things are spinning out of control right now. And as I mentioned before, what do you actually have control over? So you need to check in with what are the things, what is working and what is not working. Where in your life are things serving you and where aren't they serving you? Because that is the only thing that you have control over right now. And when you notice what's going on and what's not going on, you say, okay, now I need to, try, I need to make a decision to respond differently. A decision because we could be doing all the journaling and affirmations and writing and hypnosis and all the hums and we could be doing all the things but if we do not make a decision to respond differently when things happen when crappy things happen nothing is going to change and you need to decide okay I am now going to make an action plan that is going to align with where I actually want to go the feelings that I actually want to feel and now I'm going to take action and for my perfectionists, here's my hand. We don't have to make this big grand plan. People assume that they need to have this big, long, mighty plan and we need to be doing things like, you know, no, small, tiny, tiny little things. And they compound over time because little shifts add up to a massive shift over time. And so when I say do an audit, so you notice, okay, these are all the things that's going on in my life right now. And you're like, well, how could, I, how could I fix it? When you notice what's going on in your life and you decide you're going to change and do something differently, now you get to make one, two, very few, little, non-negotiable tasks that you are going to do. And those little shifts add up. This doesn't need to big, be a big wall of China that you're going to take over. Small. And it's in those little wins 
we get progress. And it's in taking progress, we, in, in experiencing progress, we start to feel happier. Progress equals happiness. But it doesn't have to be this big mountain that you're overcoming, right? So, as I said, when it comes to you deciding to respond differently, you have to focus on the things that you actually can control. And in this dynamic that we all are in as a literal world, globally, what do we have control over? And secondly, use what you have now. I would share a story. Um, <laughs> when I first started my business, I ran, I built my business. This will sound crazy. The first year was from my phone. I don't know how. I don't know what was my reason. I had no proper justification for why. I think there's probably fear mixed up in that. But I, I did my thing on my phone. There was a spare room inside of here. All this time, I'm sitting down on my couch. I'm lazing here, there, and everywhere doing it. And I'm like, Listen, what are you doing? And I want, listen, I want luxury everything. I want white plush chairs. I want a glass table see-through. I want a fluffy mat on the floor. I want white and gold themed everything. I want it to be fancy. So that's so your girl not doing nothing with a space that she could have used for a whole year to be a functional space because it wasn't as fabulous and as however I imagine that it should be. So I am building a business on my phone for the first year. Because what I wanted, I could not get at that point, of course, because of resources and time and anything. And so I, I put myself in a position to just make posts from Canva on my phone. You all ever make posts from Canva from your phone? Do you see how annoying that is? I did that for a year. Simply out of me not using what I had now. And no, I still don't have my glass table and my fancy white and gold and my plush rug i still don't have that just yet but making a decision to use what i have now has allowed me to do way more than i could have ever imagined in a shorter space of time over a pandemic just because i chose to use what i have now and so i'm saying all that to say i know things are probably difficult i know that there would have probably been a lot of shifts and a lot of things that would have happened i would have cut things in half paychecks in half things like things would have happened people that you love that you care about they're going through it right now so the question then is what can you use now because people forget how resourceful a human being is as a human being you are innately resourceful Use what you have now and don't be like me sitting on my phone for a whole year making Instagram posts via Canva on a screen big so when there's a whole room available and I refuse to use it just because it don't have white walls and plush rugs and blah, blah, blah. Follow? Make sense? Okay. So what are the things that you could actually do to keep you to help build this? Because after you're getting all this information here, how are, what are things that you could do to implement in your daily lives? And you guys could share in the chat um, what are these things that you'll actually do that keep you grounded, that help you along this journey so far. Inner work is coming back to you. When you bring yourself back to you, I, this is what I call this. I say self-discovery is a journey back to you. A journey back to you is ultimately a journey to God. If God is within you and you believe in you and you love you and you care about you and all the things that you say, then you are putting your every single thing into the very God that created you. 
that's just my perception on this right and i say this from the angle of having a relationship or spirituality sometime in my earlier years totally drifting my life away and then having to come all the way back full circle to recognize everything that i wanted is inside of me because god is inside of me so prayer meditation journaling adult coloring earthing so earthing is when you put your foot on the grass or on the water any sand you just allow yourself to connect so as entrepreneurships, a lovely guy gave me this tip and I'm sharing it with you because this has been a huge game changer for me. Whatever is your craft, I don't know what your craft is. I know you would spend a lot of time just honing in on that specific craft, you know, just honing in how to be better, how to do it better. But of course, if you are building a business, scalability and sustainability is paramount. So whatever you invest in, whatever is your craft, you focus on that self-help in terms of your mindset your inner work your healing your trauma work because if we don't do that work that crap transcends into our relationships it transcends into our business it transcends into how we show up on social media it just transcends so that self-help is necessary and of course one business book so that means you're reading two books at a time that's a big bonus tip i mean it might sound simple and some of you all might be doing it already but that has been a big game changer for me in terms of keeping abreast mentally emotionally and also on a business level right of course be mindful of what you consume so let me tell you all transparency these last two weeks has been a shit show in terms of you know i just can't find my bearings i feel all over the place and i think as a collective as an empath as well you will just feel these things even more intense than on a normal day and for some crazy reason Facebook, and I do not play on Facebook. I find Facebook is too much work. I don't understand Facebook too well. But over the last two weeks, your girl has been looking at Love and Hip Hop, something on um, it's Love and Hip Hop rerun. Love and Hip Hop does I even still show, but all anything about Stevie J and Cardi B and people who I know don't even be on these shows anymore. So I'm looking at that. I'm looking at um, Steve Wilkos. That's his name? I don't know, but it's a, a spin-off of Maury or something. Shows from a zillion years ago that just get me feeling all types of ways. So why am I in my emotions and crying and sad? And because this morning, one of the things from Steve Wilkos was, you know, like abuse case and whatever. Why am I crying before 10 o'clock in the morning? And not because I am sad over... Well, of course, what's going on in the atmosphere, crappy things like that is just going to amplify what is inside of me. So the story that I am saying, the point that I'm making here, you need to be very mindful of what you are putting inside of you. So when I notice that this has been a pattern for the last almost two weeks where I am spending my first, so I'll say my thank you God for waking me up, etc, etc. And then I will just hop in Facebook and then get carried away with a whole stream of videos that not doing anything for my spirituality not giving me the grace to stand up throughout the day when crap hits and i am in a hot emotional wreck before 10 o'clock in the morning i had to check myself this morning and say no no way latina are you going to be feeding your mind and your spirit this type of crap so early in the day so that when crap actually happens in the day you have nothing to hold on to how dare you how dare you and I don't know whatever part of me was if I'm using that as escapism or something and I'm just trying to distract myself from 
corona or whatever the case is but it also brings me back to what's going on in the media about this virus that we are all facing and dealing with be mindful of how much and what it is you are consuming and so subliminal audios as in you could go on youtube of course be very select with where you get subliminal audios from you play that before you sleep so as much as i am doing that crap in the morning for the last couple of days when i wake up before i go to sleep i have my own personal voice recording so i'm suggesting this to you write down as many affirmations or as many power phrases as many things that you can in your own voice on your phone plug that in your ears or keep it on the floor on the bed head or whatever on the side of you and play that as your subliminal audio before you sleep because guess what you listen to you more than anybody else you listen to you more than anybody else those thoughts those things that are coming into your mind we have no control most times over the thoughts that come into our minds but we have control on what we do with it and so affirmations use your mouth your voice record on your phone create an affirmation recording play that gratitude list so a gratitude list is something that i use often so this means so you can do it two ways you actually implement it every day through your journal in practice or you create one solid gratitude list solid so it could be just a full page full of things and when things get wonky throughout the day midday you pick up your gratitude list and you read that you just read it you read it like you would read an old message on your phone or how you go back through your notes and you just read it because all of this is part of the commitment to doing the inner work it is not just wishful thinking we can't just wish to be feeling okay wish to be able to be resilient wish to be happy wish we can't wish the work must be done right behind the law of attraction is the law of action and this here is the action that needs to be done consistently and as i mentioned before and this keeps coming up validate your emotions validating your emotions does not mean that when you are in a flare-up when you are feeling crappy you could tell people f off that is not what validate your emotions mean it means that when you feel the feelings you have to say okay i feel sad i feel angry i feel hurt i feel all these type of things you're responsible and it's okay because you are a spiritual being having a physical experience you are having a human experience and these are your emotions so acknowledge them validate them your responsibility and work then comes into what are you going to do with them you dare not mess up somebody else's day because of your emotions you are to then give yourself permission to validate where it's coming from what's going on and how and what could you do to make things better now when it comes to validating your emotion it requires co-regulation so this here that you guys are in, if you did not know, I'm going to tell you loud and clear is probably one of the best decisions that you could make for yourself during this pandemic, during this, this crazy that's taking place, because what you have is a safe space. Co-regulation means that you need a safe space. Groups, which you all are in, having a coach, therapist, friend, family member where you feel safe safe so you are given an opportunity to be seen given an opportunity to be heard and given an opportunity to express yourself it is in feeling safe that we are able you and i are able to take action so in this entrepreneurship journey a lot of our work or a lot of 
I would, I'm using the word failing loosely, but a lot of these, the starting and stopping and starting and stopping and flicker of lights, flickering of lights where somebody would see your awesomeness or you would shine your awesomeness and then pull back, shine and pull back, shine and pull back is because there's a lack of safety. There is fear. There's fear of doing the damn thing. There's fear of showing up. There's fear of feeling. There's fear of, oh shit, I'd have more responsibilities if I do this. Fear. There's fear. And you know what? That is fine. That is fine. As I said, welcome into the party. But what would make it easier for you to take action is by having a disconfirming experience that the thing that you want to do is not going to kill you. You are not going to die. And that is only possible if you are able to do that in a safe space. So I just want to say, guys, congratulations for making a decision to be a part of this during this time. If you did not celebrate, acknowledge, write this on a gratitude list, this is something to write because so many people need, 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 need to be part of something that is a safe space for them to take action even when they're scared, right? So that would also bring me to... Of course, refer to action plan. There's not a there's not a sit down thing. You have to do the work. So after you have made your aligned, you've done your audits on your life, what's working, what's not working, you then need to say, okay, this is my action plan. These are the things that I have to do. And you're going to take your messy, inspired, aligned action daily. And as I mentioned before, this is not a wall of China type of task that I want you to do small things non-negotiable and you stick to it and keep those promises to yourself and lastly prioritize play as a mommy as a wife as a business owner as an employee of a nine-to-five as of all the things that you are when was the last time you played i don't mean do your hair do your nails do your toes get a massage i mean play play like how your children would play when was the last time you played Play is necessary for us to get our creativity flowing. When our creativity is flowing, guess who is able to create? But that could only happen when you play, when you feel good, when you do the things that make you feel good. So this is bringing me to the end. I'm so glad that you guys have been so patient. But these are some fundamental things that I need you to remember. You are stronger than you know. Second one, this is a big, big, big one. This one was a huge game changer for me. And let me tell you why it was a game changer. When what we're going to right now, there's this pressure. I need to do more. I need to be more. I need to figure it out. I need to figure it out. If I don't figure it out, then oh my God, something has to be wrong with me. Duh, duh, duh. Sis, every single thing that you have done until this point has been enough. And I know for the perfectionist, I know for the overachiever, I know for the person who, you know, likes to say, I should have, and I could have, and if I did, and when, and in the past, and maybe if I did it differently, and if I had listened, and if I didn't listen, I know you, this might sound like blasphemy. But that radical self-love, that self-love that I'm speaking about, that is the foundation of your work, says... That every single thing that you have done until this point is enough. So you don't need to, I know we are in a pandemic. I know that there are things that need to be done. I know. 
but to add pressure to what is already exploding makes no sense and there is an entire shift in how you show up how you serve your community how you impact how you love how you give yourself as a mother how you give of yourself as a wife how you give of yourself as an employee or an employer there is a difference when you are able to recognize that every single thing you've done until this point is enough and you have nothing to prove to anybody when there is this comfort and this knowing that hey I did the best that I can with what I had at that point in time you will show up differently because there is no energetic block that says you're not enough there is no energetic block that says you're not doing enough there is no energetic block that says that you need to force and force and put more pressure on what is already intense things thrive when there is room to breathe and the only way for things to breathe is when you start to acknowledge from the inside out that you are whole just as you are and everything that you've done until this point is enough. And you get to build on what is already enough. And when you do that, you get to serve more powerfully because it's not from a place of desperation. You're not selling from a place of desperation. You're doing it from a place of service. And people can energetically feel the difference. Next one times hard times these painful times are here to sharpen your edges so last year financially i was like i didn't even know when things start to go left i say whoa whoa what's going on here jesus i don't know about this i accustomed to a particular lifestyle what is this and i remember fussing and quarreling and fussing and quarreling and fussing and quarreling but the way God is set up and the way my business is set up and the way that my life is set up, I have to learn, I have to actually go through the drenches and the trenches so that when I speak and when I teach and when I do whatever is from a full space of integration and embodiment. And so I'm saying that to say any crappiness that you're in right now, it is here to teach you the things that you need to learn, not for you. But for the people in your life that you have to serve, for the people in your life that you have to help, for the people in your life that you have to impact, your crappiness is a song bad, but it's not about you. It's actually for you to find purpose in your pain so that you could serve somebody else. Because all the nonsense that you would have endured over the last how much of a years, how many experiences that you had that literally make you cringe, that make you cry. When you look back, you see one, how strong you were, and two, should John, Jane, or Harry come to you about anything, you are able to give them loving, guidance, support. You don't need to tell them what to do, because that's not, what, that's not the game that we play, not telling people what to do. But you could let them see, hey, I made it through. And if I made it through, then you could do it too. So there is purpose in this crappiness that we're going through right now. And I don't want you for one millisecond to invalidate that or to think otherwise. Of course, it's easier for us to say, why me? Why me, God? Why me? But that's to have a victimhood mindset. And for things to thrive the way that we want it to thrive, for it to have space to breathe energetically, we need to bring ourselves to ask ourselves, okay, what is this trying to teach me? 
what is this trying to teach me life does not happen to you it happens for you and i'm pretty sure i could put my head on a block that everybody who's had a situation that's not been the best and you say god why me when you ask god what was this in it for me you could answer powerfully and give real answers as to what you gained from that experience as crazy and as ungood as the average eye might believe so right second of all well what this is fourth one right if you and i are here if we are alive corona or not it means that we still get to want what we want we still get to do that you still get to want what you want because you and i have life and because of that, guess what? We get to be part of the co-creative process. Which means you get to get up every day, say thank you for what it is you have, take your action plan that is aligned, do your non-negotiable task, and see God bless your efforts. And see that you actually are more resourceful and more powerful and stronger than you actually know. And see that you did not have to know how something was going to be done. But see that it was done regardless. Yeah. Because you get to use what you have now and be resourceful. So the challenge is not for us to be perfect. It's for us to be whole. And that is what I consider mindset and inner work. It's self-love, important. Self-discovery, important. A commitment to doing the work consistently. All the parts of us that I keep saying, bring to the party, bring to the party, it's not perfect, but it makes us whole. It makes us enough. It makes us worthy. It makes us just good as we are to do the damn work. And to enjoy the fruits of our work. So resilience then is us making our choice to focus on the things that we actually have control over. Being mindful of our emotional states, our beliefs, our core beliefs, how we show up, how we manage our emotions. And then saying, hey, okay, I'm okay with confronting who I am. My truth. And then own it. And when you own it, you are able to navigate the things that are not so graceful with more grace, aka Rona and the whole family that she comes with. Okay? So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Do share, do subscribe, feel free to leave a review. Let me know which part of this entire episode stood out for you, what resonated. I love, love, love hearing from you. So I would see you in the next episode. Well, talk to you. Bye-bye.